This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. In the last episode, you learned from Sue Zimmerman how and what funnel she used to sell her $997 product to a lot of people. Okay, our guest today is Greg Hickman. Now, Greg is the founder of Mobile Marketing Engine, a mobile marketing agency and education company for small to medium-sized businesses. He's the host of the Mobile Friendly Podcast and speaks frequently, helping bring the mobile message to small business. Greg, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready, my friend. I love it, dude. Look, we spent some time together in Denver a few weeks ago, you know, after we made it through like the flash floods and hailed downtown. I'm really excited for people to listen and hear your story. But first, are there any really critical elements about your background or history that I missed in the bio that you think our listeners should know? Um, I mean, depending on, you know, if you're out there listening, you're getting ready to make a transition. I did come from kind of corporate background and I've been working for myself, building my business for about a year and a half. So, you know, not too far out of leaving my full-time corporate job, building my own business. Well, Greg, and a lot of the top tribe are people that are in corporate trying to figure out what is this smooth and easy way to transition out of corporate to do my own thing. So that's why I think they're really going to love your story. So walk us through what you're focused on selling currently and kind of how you're selling it. Well, actually, why don't we just start off? What are you focused on selling? Yeah. So great question. So last we spoke and kind of what I'm still pretty much focused on is uh, the services for mobile marketing engine. It's done for you mobile marketing loyalty programs um, and mobile wallet campaigns. Uh, and we focus primarily on independent retailers, um, specialty retail, think like outdoor camping, sporting goods, bike shops, you know, th that sort of, uh, of arena. Um, but, you know, because of some of the challenges of dealing with those types of customers, I'm testing something on the side, which is actually more aligned with uh, authors, speakers, coaches, online marketers that are d developing online courses. Okay, really interesting. So I want to dive into what you're focused on now. But yep. first, you know, save, save the top tribe some time. Walk them through what you've learned as you focused on kind of mobile marketing engine. You mentioned specifically challenges with small business clients. What kind of challenges did you hit? Yeah. So, well, first, I mean, I started in mobile because that's where my experience was. Um, I've been in and out of agencies and brand side uh, for the better part of a decade, all in the mobile space. So it was a topic that a lot of people were talking about. It was something that I knew already. So to to dive into or not, I, mean, I didn't like take the leap like everyone says. I transitioned out. I was building my business on the side, but all leveraging skills that I had been you know, building over the last 10 years. So it wasn't like I just decided I wanted to do something different and try to build a business around that. It was something that I already had experience in. So, well, so I think that's Greg, something a lot you, of people can don't Can you do. share the last brand that you, were, that you were with so people can really put a face to the story? Yeah, sure. So um, previously, before starting Mobile Marketing Engine, I was the head of mobile for Cabela's, which is a, a large retailer with 50 plus locations in the United States and Canada, uh, hunting, fishing, camping 
retailer. And you were like during this process also like engaged, planning a wedding. How did you smoothly <laughs> transition out of Cabela's into mobile marketing engine? I wouldn't say it was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, why, yeah, why um, was it not smooth? Well, so I mean... So I had started building my business um, on the side prior to even starting with Cabela's. And I, and I was at a media company doing very similar things um, in here, downtown Denver. And I, my goal was to get to... I kind of had three requirements for what I needed to in order to take the quote-unquote leap. Um, and it was to have paid off my debt, which at the time was about 25 k in debt, um, to be making at least 60% of my full-time salary through the side business um, because I was getting paid nicely and I knew that I could survive off of at least 60% of that. What was the, um, the full-time salary, Greg, if you don't mind me asking? So at Cabela's, it was um, just low six figures, like just over 100 okay. after bonuses. Um, and then bef- and the company before that was actually like 72, yep. I believe it was, um, when I went to, before I went to Cabela's. So um you know, good salary. You could obviously live on that. Um, but Greg, I think there's something to pull out there. So your kind of ratio you were optimizing for was, let me start a side business hustling while I'm still at corporate. And once I grow the side business to 60% of my current full-time salary, it makes sense to leave corporate completely and continue growing the side business. Is that accurate? Yeah, for me it was. And I think, you know, if other people's situations, I wasn't married at the time, didn't have, um, you know, other really big responsibilities. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm healthy, you know, so, you know, there, there's other people that have different situations. So I think, you know, you obviously need to do the due diligence on your own side to figure out, you know, what that number looks like that you can survive on. Um, you know, obviously, I, I also cut back on a lot of things, too. Like, I didn't go out a lot. I didn't eat out a lot. You know, when all your friends are out doing fun stuff, I was home, you know, working on the business, you know, during evening hours because you had to make time for it. Um, so, you know, when I first started my business on the side, it wasn't mobile marketing engine. I was trying to create mobile marketing training programs, which kind of had its ups and downs, but more and more people were just asking me for service. So that's when I decided to kind of morph into a service-based business and coming into 20, what year are we? 2015, uh, late 2014, early 2015 was like the, the push to go all in on the services. So that's where we're at today. So what were you selling with the services? How much did it cost and what were the customers buying? Yep. So when I first started, I had three different packages, um, $350 a month, $500 a month, and $750 a month. And it's different levels of access and support in essentially creating their mobile loyalty program and, and supporting it with the technology that that we were using. We didn't have anything proprietary. We were leveraging what was out there. Um, but a lot of these people didn't have the the resources, team, money, or creativity really was the most important one that they were lacking to really how to incorporate this into their business. So we came in, developed a you know a mobile marketing calendar, messaging calendar that aligned with their current promotional calendar, and created campaigns and promotions around getting people to come back to the store and spend more than the average uh, cart size. So got it. Um, we were focused on those two goals. Um, for for the retailers, and um, we got a couple at three fifty. Um, then I started. How many? Is, how many is a more. couple, Greg? Uh, we had three at three fifty before I bumped. Really started pushing people to the five hundred. Probably got two or three on the five hundred, um, and then um, we added a new a new offering, um, which was kind of like an audit, uh, a, a kind of a discovery process, which we charged um, fifteen hundred dollars for. And that took three to four weeks to deliver. 
Um, that worked well for getting a few clients in the door because they weren't ready to commit to the monthly right out of the gates. Um, so the audit with like a little bit of a roadmap at the end, uh, I think disarmed a lot of people. So that might be something that might work for you if you are targeting um, small to medium-sized businesses that have a physical location. So they were willing um, to pay almost four times as much for a one-time audit versus that monthly fee. Yeah. So basically, you know, I, I'd talk them through the offering and I explain and it all kind of started coming together when I was packaging them this way because the the fear of a longer term commitment, even though it was a month to month thing, which I don't think people should do, um, but that's what we were doing at the time, um, was that it's like, hey, so for $1,500, we're going to take the next three to four weeks, put together this roadmap and audit, and it's going to identify how you get started in mobile. It doesn't incorporate any implementation. Um, so basically what I told them at the end of the day, like I'm going to hand you this thing, this document, and actually I'm going to take you through it on a, on a, like a webinar, a WebEx, um, walk you through the whole thing. If you want to go do this internally, go right ahead. If you want to hand it to somebody else and have them implement it, go right ahead. But we also have a plan for us to implement it and manage it for you. Um, if that's something you're interested in, and so between Greg, between the audit and the three fifty, five hundred, and seven fifty a month kind of smaller plans, what did you what did you grow this to? What was your best month? Yeah, so the highest MRR that we had was, and I've been focused on MRR. Um, you know, we did some of these one off, obviously, um, discovery processes and everything. Um, the the MRR got to just over six grand. Yep. Um, and right kind of the end of, so we hit six grand, 30 days later, we lost two of our early, early clients that were like the early clients that were paying um, uh, at the two clients at the 500 mark and one at like the 350 mark. So we lost like $1,300, right? Like all in one month. So that's like, a, that's like a really shitty day. How'd you manage your emotions and why'd they leave? Oh, oh man, how did I manage? It sucks, dude. So, but it happens to all of us. Oh yeah. So, um, well, I think that was actually the day before you were here. So, well, we drank um, a lot. I mean, so hopefully we had that some helps. wine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> had some wine. I didn't get anything done that day because literally, okay. So this is why they tell you not to look at your phone when you first wake up because it totally sets the tone for your day. I was in bed and I looked at the email and it was basically the cancellation emails and I was like, that hurt. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And so like my day just started not good. Um, so, you know, wasn't excited to get out of bed, you know, went back and forth with them a, a little bit to understand why. Um, and for each of them, it was different reasons. Um, one, uh, the, the, the budget got pulled mainly because the key marketing person left, like my point of contact left. Uh. Um, then the other one was one business owner that had two locations and they, so they were paying um, double for their, yeah, they were paying double um, and they just weren't getting results. Um, they were a massage, uh, two locations of a, a larger massage franchise that were independently owned. Um, and the reason I think they weren't getting results, I mean, there's a lot of factors involved, but a lot of it came down to the, they couldn't grow their list. Um, and in, mobile marketing kind of similar to email marketing like you need to build a list uh, of mobile numbers that you can message you can't just upload a bunch of numbers or buy numbers so you need to cross promote this program and integrate it into other things you're doing and i think a combination of the offer not being well or being good slash 
they weren't really willing to try more enticing offers um, in combination with they didn't really integrate it much into their other media channels that they were leveraging to get in front of more people and to get people to opt in. So they kind of like spiked a little bit and then it was just flat line growth for like three, four, five months. And they're like, this isn't working. Um, The engagement of the people that were in the program was good but just not enough to justify the, what they were spending the, what on they're it. Spending, yeah. Well, so look, the, the, I know. think when you like when you put all this together, look, the, you hustled your way to the six k per month. You know, mm-hmm. you lost some clients, but like at the top of this call before we started recording, you said, "You know what, Nathan? I've already pivoted, so this is great." So, I think that's yeah. a really important <laughs> lesson. So, tell us a little bit about what you're focused on now. Okay. Well, so first of all, it's I, I haven't fully pivoted. Um, it's I'm, I'm exploring this pivot by trying like a little beta program. Um, so the, re- the couple of reasons that I'm even considering this in the first place is that I've been kind of going all out hustle mode for, you know, the whole, pretty much the whole year so far. And this is July, mid July as we're recording this. So seven, eight months. Um, and we got it to that. It's really difficult, um, to get in touch with the owners of independent specialty retail. Um, a lot of gatekeepers that are marketing managers that don't know a lot about marketing. They're also getting hit up, you know, 30 times a day by people probably just like me or that are they they at least would put me in that bucket. Um, so getting calls it has been pretty hard. They're all super budget conscious. Um, but and Greg, what are you focused on selling them? This was focused on so the mobile marketing engine was this was mobile marketing engine. So oh, okay, I'm, I'm explaining okay. why why the pivot. Got it. <laughs> so, got it. Um, the biggest thing that I found the challenge is that they don't they don't yet understand mobile and they don't even think that they have a problem. So like if there's no pain, I'm coming in trying to show them that there's a pain, then educate them on mobile and make those make that connection that mobile can help them with this pain, yep. which makes a really long sales cycle. <laughs> so, totally. It's, um, and it's tough to convince people they have a problem that they may or may not actually have and then put your solution yep. in there and then make them pay for it. So, so where so did you, where did you pivot? Pi- yeah. Tell me where you pivoted to. So in the pivot, I looked back and it's back to kind of my earlier point, like what skills do I have that I can leverage right now? Um, I had been previously just got certified using Infusionsoft, which is a marketing and sales automation tool. And, um, I've been like falling in love with marketing automation and implementing stuff for my own business that has been really, really helpful, um, as well as some a, a few campaigns for other people in the past. So I said, okay, what if I can go to an audience that understands the pain of needing more time? Um, you know, they're a solopreneur or someone with a small team um, that is building an online business, which is essentially a crowd that I have kind of put myself into through speaking at a lot of social media events, having podcasts, et cetera. Um, I've kind of put myself into this community, but I've never been able to serve them in any way. So basically, I've been tapping into my network, anyone that I know that uses Infusionsoft, and I've been having kind of discovery calls to identify their pain, um, which instantaneously, everyone know, it's gotten a name Confusionsoft. So I'm coming in saying, hey, we're going to be your done for you Essentially, everything mobile marketing engine was like the packages, the done for you stuff, but apply that to marketing automation, creating funnels, creating campaigns that allow the entrepreneur, the small business owner to get out of some of that stuff so that they can focus on what they're good at, which is growing their business or in the case of the online marketer, like focused on their content and let us build out the kind of campaigns and the mechanics of how things and 
are going to work and people are going to move through that stuff. Well, so, Greg, I, I look, I think that I love the focus and I'm curious, you know, this is something that you're just doing right now. So what I'll ask people is, you know, you guys are experiencing, you know, the top tribe, you're hearing Greg, he's on this journey. He left corporate. He tried something, grew it to 10 K or 6 K per month. Now he's pivoting. I want you to go to nathanlacka.com forward slash the top and comment and let me know on that blog post if you guys are interested in me having Greg back on and say four or five months to get an update on where his pivot goes, how he's doing, what he's selling, how much, and all that stuff. And Greg, you know, we'll see what folks say, but I have a feeling a lot of people are going to want to watch you on this journey because they're going through the same thing. Yeah, well, I mean, we had the first customer sign on today, and you know, this idea came last week, so not even seven days That's ago. Awesome. The first paying customer, and I have two customers that are basically about to be signing on as well. So in seven days, three customers. That's twenty four percent of that six k already. Um, All right, drinks on you next time we're at Union Station. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> if you are loving this episode, you will love episode number eight, where we talk to the head of strategy at GoPro, responsible for taking them from $300,000 a year in sales to $300 million in sales. And to celebrate the top tribe, I am giving you guys the chance to win a GoPro and my top three favorite business books. In order to win, simply text the word Nathan to 33 444. Again, N-A-T-H-A-N to 33444 for your chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes every week. The first one is a GoPro and my favorite business books. I want you to complete the story. You're already at three customers. I think we're going to, I'd love to figure out a way to get you back on if the top tribe wants it. I think they will, but sure. we're, we're coming up to my favorite part of the podcast. Do you know what time it is? Rapid round, dude, lightning round. <laughs> no, none of these generic names, dude. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? The famous five. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, dude. What is your favorite business book? Ooh, um, the one thing. However, that's like kind of all time right now. I just finished reading Proactive Selling by William Skip Miller because I needed to learn how to get better at sales. And of all the sales book I've ever read, this really resonated with me. So if you feel like all the sales stuff you've read hasn't worked for you, give Proactive Selling a try. Well, you guys will uh, want to listen closely. We actually are having the author, Jay Papasan, uh, the author of The One Thing, come on the show. You guys will want to catch that episode. It'll be around number 32 when it goes live. So I love that book, Greg. We'll link to both of those in the show notes. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Ah, uh, this one was, this was really hard. So obviously I can say you. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm, um, just, I'm just hustling. That's all. You know, someone that I've always kind of kept a close eye on has been, uh, Noah Kagan, um, from, from AppSumo. Um, mainly just cause I love him as a person and I love what he's been able to do with his business. Uh, and I like, I feel like we have very similar personalities. So I kind of try to align myself with people that I feel like, oh, I'm kind of like that guy uh, versus like, oh, Steve Jobs. So totally. I'd say Noah Kagan. I love that. And you guys, you know, I ran half naked through Austin with Noah Kagan a while ago and convinced <laughs> him to come on the show. He will be on episode 27 and you will not want to miss that. He's got an amazing story. And as you know, Greg, he loves tacos. Yes, he does. <laughs> All right. Number three, what is your favorite online tool like Evernote? Um, so... As of recently, it's called Outreach, um, and I believe it's outreach.io. 
it might be .co, but I think it's .io. Um, and it's really good if you're doing any sort of outbound cold email, outbound cold calling. Um, it really automates that process. So if you're a B2B sale, B2B SaaS sales, service sales, um, you might want to check it out because it really streamlines the outbound process. Great, great tool. Okay, number four. Yes or no, Greg, do you get eight hours of sleep? Yes. <laughs> I don't hear that answer often, so that's good stuff. Okay, number five. If you wish your 20-year-old self knew one thing, Greg, what would it be? Ah, this is a good one. So fall in love with the problem, not the solution. Say that again, because I freaking love it. Fall in love with the problem, not the solution. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's so good. I've never figured out how to put in words. You know, the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones solving their own problems. So if you can fall so much in love with the problem that it's actually your own problem, that's usually what sets yourself up for success. So I love that. But on a, another point to that too, it's like, and I'll be quick with this one, sure. is like with mobile marketing engine, no one thought the solution we had was solving a problem. And no, let alone, they didn't even know there was a problem. So like, I'm like, yeah, mobile marketing can do all this cool stuff, but if that doesn't solve the problem and or they don't know that there's a problem, it's not gonna, it's gonna be hard to make that a business. Whereas like, oh, you're stuck doing all of this Infusionsoft stuff that you hate doing. Well, I have someone myself or a team that can do that for you and give you all this time back. That's solving a problem and a problem that they know they already have. Mm. So um, I think that's really important. I love that. Well, Greg, you're on a journey. People are going to want to follow it, You know, especially other folks of the top tribe listening who are thinking about leaving corporate, starting their own thing. So if people want to follow your journey online, where can they connect with you? Yeah. So I'm going to give you two places. GregHickman.me um, is my personal site where I kind of talk about this journey. Um, but I also have a podcast of my own um, with a co-host, Justin McGill, called Zero to Scale. And it's two episodes a week where we actually share our journey taking our businesses from zero to 20K a month. That's our goal for each of us. Uh, Justin's actually just reached it. I obviously, as you know, have not. Um, but every week it's diving into what's going on, how, what we're doing to get there behind the scenes. Well, Greg, I am rooting for you, man. From you know, director and mobile thinker at Cabela's, a massive brand, to a 6K per month entrepreneur at Mobile Marketing Engine, to a highly successful podcast coach, and now on your journey to 20K per month. Thank you for taking my audience to the top. Thanks for having me. You bet, Greg. Bye-bye. Coming up in episode number 26, you are going to learn how Shahar Jilad launched the 99designs version of and for musicians, where he makes 70,000 bucks a month using a marketplace play. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies.